Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. What, you just wanted to do the intro right there? I don't know. I don't really care. You want to do the intro? No, no, we don't really need one, do we? I mean, we haven't done one in years. True, we do have a pre-recorded intro, which does work pretty well. I mean, yeah. Okay, let's just get into it. It's been a while. No, no, before we get into it, I think we should just say... Say and what? there we go, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> the season's over, everybody. And we didn't record a podcast for various reasons, including excuses, excuses, and excuses. Um, yeah, but at least we're back now. We'll uh, probably be gone again next week because we have yeah, finals. finals. Uh, no, yeah. maybe we'll get one done over reading day. I mean, we'll be in person. Hey, we have a unique issue here. Like, What, my audio? No. School. Oh, no. No, you, you saw the email. Did I see the email? Oh, Which my email? history assignment. Ah, right. That is a unique issue. Okay, Which I'm going to send it to you. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad, so. Yeah. Anyways, I think more importantly than your history, which is almost ridiculous. I mean, what could be more important than Rashad's history? But the F1 season's over and Hulkenberg is back. It's not that important. Oh, I think Hulkenberg is very important. Aren't you excited? I take uh, that to no. Yeah, I mean no. He was wasn't he the one that was he was known for having the most race starts without any podium. Yeah, that is true. But you know, it could be good. What if he gets a podium? Then that would be so disappointing because then someone else would be would get like. Like someone else would just have the shame of having less podiums than Nico Wilkenberg. Well, yeah, that's a lot of drivers. Oh, no. Soon it will be. I mean, yeah, everybody's a rookie next year. Look, Haas, right? Isn't a little bit... Don't you think it's a little bit odd that it's with Haas? Yeah. Very. Poor Mick. Poor Mick, I... But what can you do? I mean, without talent, you can't really do well in this sport. You know what? I, mean, nah, I don't want to hear it. I can't even argue I, it anymore. He's, yeah. not even in a, he's not even an F1 driver anymore. I'm disappointed in you, Mick Schumacher, which me being a non-F1 driver is, you know, that's an easy thing for me to say. It took a year for, like, everybody to realize that he wasn't him. It took me two years to realize that, actually. He is not him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, there's some interesting technical analysis, which I was reading up on, about the Mercedes roll hoop. Did you, you remember the Joe crash in yeah, England, yeah. right, where he almost got his head cut off? Yeah, that was a small issue. Small issue. Well, there's a new roll hoop, uh, and it's a lot more angular rather than sort of rounded off as it was previously. Mercedes leaked it. Oh, it's, is it meant for arrow as well? I don't think it has much of an aerodynamic benefit, but it might. Uh, I think they should just make it aero. I feel like the more like you can make a car safe and functional, I agree like, with you. I should think, be rewarded. I think the Halo should have mini wings on it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of dangerous if like you crash, your driver hits their head on the mini wing? I think it'd be even more dangerous if one fell off and went flying into another driver. Oh, yeah, like the time that Kimmy broke Bottas's finger. Oh, Bottas, Grosjean's finger. Yeah, exactly, with some pebbles. Imagine that, but with a whole mini wing. Yeah, you just slice them off clean. Yeah, exactly. It'd slice your head off. I mean, mini, mini. It would definitely slice Felipe Massa's head off. If a spring gave him near-death experience. It might cut, um, what's his name? That guy's chin. Head off? No, the chin. Oh, yeah. The crimson yeah, chin. chin. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It'd be normal-sized. Yeah. 
No, poor David Coulthard. They would look more like a butchin than ever. Yeah, exactly. So, should we reflect on this season and the fact that I lost Fantasy F1? I Shall I put up? I think it's about 100 points, right? Um, not anymore. Okay, well, let's check the gap between you and John. That's probably the most fair thing to do. It's not going to be funny. It'll be a little bit funny. Oh, yes. Nah, the viewers don't need to hear about that. What do you think about the Ferrari 499P? I think this is the most... I think you hate on Ferraris too much. I've stopped hating on Ferraris. Ferrari is officially the best car manufacturer pose in the world. Yeah, I like the 499P, though. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of like a Le Mans car. I am so hyped for a Ferrari return, return to Le Mans. All we need now is Ford and hypercar class. Yeah. I mean, it is a Le Mans car. No, I honestly have to get into watching endurance racing with all these gorgeous cars now. Like, this year was the test year for hypercars. Cadillac. It went okay. Cadillac. What? You're not a big fan of the Cadillac? No, I don't like Cadillac. At all? I just don't like the, the idea of the brand. They're like Aston Martin, except from America. I see what you're saying, but that's also kind of ridiculous. No, they, you, you know, like, they kind of depreciate so much. Like, you can buy, like, a Cadillac, a decent Cadillac with decent miles for, like, 900 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, annoying for the previous owners. Good for me. Well, no, I mean, do you want that, though? Yeah, of course I do. If you replace one one headlight on it, My you pay your life. whole the whole price. My goal in life for Shaw is to find a $6,000 Aston Martin and to drive it. Daily. There's no way that drives. There are literally three for sale in England. To be fair, they're pounds, but... I okay, mean, yeah, so you lost... Okay, you lost by 143 points to John. Painful. And 162 points to me. Yeah, I mean, you didn't beat John by much. No, I didn't. It was 19 points. Realistically, if it... I mean, I think he probably could have... Realistically, he was winning before... I was winning for most of the year, but at the end, he took a lead. So you brought it back. Yeah, Brazil didn't do so well. Yeah. Yeah, Brazil was a painful race uh, for me as well. I think I lost 10 points to you. Yeah, overall, okay. So Brazil, I was in not I wasn't in third overall, but for us I was in third. Yeah. I do actually have good news for both of us. John lost? No, it's actually more financially affordable to go carding now than ever. Why? Because gas is down to three dollars forty a gallon, which is lower than the start of the war in Ukraine. Wait, check the value of your team. The Why? Value. I just want to see if you made any money off of your... Actually, I'll check. Don't worry. I can't because my team locked me out three months ago. Mm-hmm. You locked you out. I literally can't get back into it. I'm trying to see the season stats. Oh, your yours is valued at 107.2 million. What did it start at? 100 million. Oh, that's good. So I made money. John's is 107.9 million. Oh, damn. Guess how much mine is? 120.3. No, 108.8 million. Oh, okay. I won by 1 million. Yeah, all right. Good job. Good job. You won in all categories. I know. I just feel good. Because, okay. Thing is, you people, none of you guys believe in KMAG. Yes. Actually, then you had Magnuson. He had zero points. Never mind. I had Magnuson for a little while. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Magnuson got zero points, but he's also he also did well for the car this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rashad. We have to talk about endurance racing, okay? Okay, no, we have to finish up the year first. Fine. Okay, and then we talk about endurance racing because I'm really hyped to talk about that for once. Maybe, maybe if we find time, maybe. 
if we find time. Forget plane talk and boat talk. We have to talk about endurance racing. No, we can add it all in. All right, fine. We'll go for like three hours. I don't mind that, actually. Make me forget about the school. No, because I actually don't really want to do the schoolwork because there's no there's no reason for me to. They're just going to give me an unfair grade. That is the way to look at it. More to come on the investigation. Yep. <laughs> we shall be the Committee of Public Safety on this one. Honestly, we should be. I mean, I don't think... I think we should probably cut out the violent, brutal, murdering side of it. But other than that, we're okay. I mean, that's what made them effective. I think that might be why you have the grade you have in history. Okay, no, that's not it, actually. Actually, no, because I fixed that, remember? Right, my bad. But I don't think anybody's forgetting how you had the wrong argument about the Committee of Public Safety. Oh, how do you have the wrong opinion on an opinion piece? It's not an opinion piece, it's a fact piece. When you well, yeah, say that you can back it wrong... Well, I, I could back it up with... I did back it up with facts. Remember, it was a good essay. Okay, Rashab. Whatever. Let's... Even you guys said it was a good essay. It was well-written. There's a difference between being well-written and having the wrong facts. Well, no, it had the right facts. It had all the right evidence. The wrong opinion. My bad. No, yeah, it just wasn't... It was analyzed to a different... To a different opinion. Yeah, we'll say that. No, that, that is what happened, pretty much. So. Okay. F1 season this year. I would say it is far inferior to 2021. Controversial opinion. No, yeah, that's because in 2021 there was an actual competition. Yeah, but I mean, look, up until Baku, it was a thriller of a season. Was it, though? I said no about that. I think so. Yeah, but you always think so. No, don't... When did you think the season stopped being exciting? Okay, I thought it stopped being exciting. Let me just check. So take a second. Okay. One minute. It's kind of weird that 2023 is almost here. It's actually way too close. 2023. I mean, I am both excited and horrified by the notion. Okay, so I kind of felt that it stopped being fun. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it ever stopped being fun. Not fun, but it stopped being interesting. Roughly at, like, kind of at the U.S. Grand Prix. Really? Because I thought, okay. No, because the thing is, Checo was, in the, was on the podium for the for Australia and Italy. And then it took a one-week break. Yeah. So it just kind of, you know, you just kind of knew that Max was going to win there. There wasn't even, like, teammate competition. I think I was really disappointed when Max screwed up the team orders. No, yeah, no, I was really mad about that. When he said, um, he said, you guys can't ask me to do that. To be fair, they can't ask him to do that. But I'm still mad that he screwed up the team orders. They can and they should. No, they can't. He's the number two driver, and he crashed on purpose in Monaco. What? Um, in Monaco? He won in Monaco. Oh, yeah, no, that's why he won. Yeah, no, yeah. In quality. No, no yeah, yeah, I, I didn't believe that. it until I rewatched the replay and mapped the throttle out, right? But I actually did work to understand why. And, yeah, I totally now think that he crashed on purpose. Well, yeah, but you gotta do what you gotta do to win. I agree with you, and I know it's a crazy conspiracy theory, but Michael Schumacher did the same thing, and it also was not a valid win. A win's a win. A win is John. not a win. To quote right? John, a win's a win. <laughs> yes, and to quote future John, a painful loss that involves many, many painful months is a loss. <laughs> he probably won't say that, Tim. He'll be adamant that he was right. Okay. Right, I mean, John. am I wrong? Fine. You're not wrong. Anyways, I think that the, um, look, what do you think about the whole Checo incident? I really do think it was wrong. What he did or like? What he did, yeah. Oh, okay. no, yeah, he wasn't the most right. Did you no. see why? That was the real question. 
explaining did i see why he did, did it or you why see actual like how it happened and how he did it how he pulled it off well, i saw it the replay yeah so the replay okay because what it is right the replay was or the biggest most interesting thing on the replay was he jabbed the throttle mid-corner right and when mm-hmm. he did that he just instantly spun into the wall so unless you're telling me after taking many laps not jabbing the throttle mid-corner he thought to himself, yes, I should jab the throttle mid-corner. Then that was that was the reason why. Wasn't there a W Series race where that happened? And they all crashed? Uh, I think that happened, yeah. I know I've said this probably once maybe on the podcast, maybe off the podcast. Abby Eaton had a horrific crash in the W Series last year. Mm. It paused her entire racing career. It's quite horrible. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, now she's moved forward, I guess. I think. I hope so. She's driven into a new career. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was already in her new career, TV presenting. Sort of. You could argue that was TV presenting. What, W Series? No, 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 no. Grand Tour. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I think we need her to pull up on the next special shortly, right? I mean, shortly, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the next special is going to be. I know they filmed it, but I haven't actually checked with it. What do you mean you haven't checked with it? I mean... We'll check to see what it's going to be. Well, yeah, but how are you going to check that? No, I'm pretty sure Jeremy said something about it. Here, okay. let me check this. I'm pretty sure they announced it. Next special of the Grand Tour. According to Grand Tour 22. Oh, this came out 16 hours ago. What did you already say? knew. <laughs> oh, they didn't say what it's going to be. I'm excited. Scandy Flick was excellent. Then I didn't love it. You didn't like it? I thought it was very entertaining. Unfortunately, James May crashed. It was entertaining. It just wasn't like... It wasn't like their older content. Well, what do you consider good older content? I see. You remember the caravan? The, what? The Top in, Gear caravan. In Top Gear? Yeah. Well, yeah, but Top Gear and the Grand Tour are inherently different. Well, well, I think we have to appreciate yeah. the Grand Tour for what it is. But yeah, but like, you, you know, you could just have a little bit of both. I mean, it was kind of built off of that concept. I think we should just accept that they're different and watch, you know, them together in some ways. Like, OG Top Gear... With the yeah, but it's just really hard to access. Not very woods. It's It's really expensive to access it all, but it's not difficult to access. Well, no, I mean, yeah, it kind of is. Where do you find it? It's all on Amazon. Everything BBC uploaded master recordings on Amazon. On Amazon, really? After Amazon stole their actors? Yeah, it's pretty funny to think that. But they did upload. I mean, presumably Amazon paid a fortune, but you know. Presumably, Amazon users paid a fortune. Yeah, I think that might be why the Amazon prices are going up for Prime and stuff. I mean, it's kind of fun, though. Like, I mean, it's Prime. Yeah. You gotta have Prime. You know what's really interesting about Red Bull? What? So even though their um, team principal, their team chief, as they call it, on the F1 app, is Christian Horner. That's marked correctly. They actually look, it looks as though they marked the technical director wrong as Pierre Wache. Who is it? I actually don't know who that is. Let me look it up. Unless there's a new technical director that I haven't heard about. But I I would have known if Adrian knew it left. He's a French engineer. Hold on. How long has he been technical director? He's been at Red Bull since 2013. I've heard Isn't his name. Adrian Newey, chief designer, or... but Adrian Newey, I guess maybe he must not be technical director anymore. But no, no, because Adrian Newey was definitely like chief technical. No, he's chief officer, technical officer, not technical director. Yeah, so he's just higher up. Yeah, but technical director has like oversight over the car and stuff. Yeah, but chief technical officer has oversight over the. Oversight over the car. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it must be pretty interesting. Because Adrian Newey makes, like, board-level decisions on the daily. 
he's also making a board level salary on the daily. Yeah, that is also true. Pretty exciting. I mean, he got what he deserved. Exactly. 24 races next year. This is a bit off topic, but 24 races next year. You excited? I mean, yeah. I honestly think, right? Well, number one, I'm planning on going to one race, Las Vegas. You should definitely pull up. November. Are you actually going to go? Yep. I kind of want to do that. It's Come on. It's in America, right? It's not Austin. Therefore, I'm willing to go. I mean, I'm willing to go to Austin. What are you talking about? Austin in like the early school year? No, thank you. Although they have that alarming same thing as they had last year, TBC spot. It's still there. Mm-hmm. Look, it. what do you think they realistically, I mean, they knocked China off the calendar. So basically, there is now no more Chinese Grand Prix. Pacific Raceways. GP. Pacific Grand Prix? PGP? That'd um, be amazing. Yeah, no, I hate it. I hate that you just said that. What, PGP? Yes. You hate the PGP track. No, I hate that you said PGP as in Grand Prix. Okay. I mean, what I'd say is we need to actually go back to PGP and race again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do need to do that, bro. Yeah. I mean, for, not for the next three months, though. <laughs> Something, no, we need to go immediately after Christmas. You want to spin out in, like, the rain and snow? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that would be actually really fun to go back there in the rain. I miss, I miss PGB. We didn't go once this entire semester, so we need to make up for it and go, like, three times next semester. No, nah, because the thing is, the thing is, we've had such a busy semester. We have, but also we can make time for it because it's PGP. Could we though? I can. I will. Also, <laughs> another side note before we go back to F one. A really funny story coming out of Saudi Arabia. Don't ever say that very much, but really funny story coming out of Saudi Arabia, uh, which is that one of the members of the royal family ended up going into a bidding war with a number of member of the royal family, even though they were allied in the auction. To and they were bidding for the same painting, so they just bid up the price of the painting, even though they were in the same family and they were going to hang it in the same room. That's hilarious. They literally ended up paying four hundred and fifty million dollars for it. I mean, that is what happens. Here are all the French auction auction officials losing their minds at four hundred and fifty million dollars. How much was it worth? Considerably less. I guess not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Now it's worth 450 mil. I want to go back to F1, and I want to ask you, do you think there are any tracks on the calendar that shouldn't be there? We have a 24-race calendar, 23 at the moment. What shouldn't be on that calendar? What does not deserve a spot? I'm glad Imola's on the calendar. I don't know how it's frauded its way back on for another year, but I love it. Okay, so it needs to happen. Let's look here. I'm looking at the 2023 calendar right now, and I'm thinking to myself, preseason testing Bahrain, that's valid. I like that. Still only three days of testing this year. It is not very much. And less than that for Red Bull. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. How are they going to complete that? That's going to be interesting. Basically impossible. So what doesn't need to be there? Miami, first of all. Well, yeah. I don't, know, I don't mind Miami. It would be kind of nice to go to Miami. I yeah, but it's the, a yikes of a street. Yeah, because like, the race isn't amazing, but like it's also Miami rather than Las Vegas. Hello? Have you left? No. Okay, and we are back. I have never been as disappointed at Anchor as right now. This is pretty mind-blowing. Even more Anchor. <laughs> I am Anqui. No, doesn't work. I'm trying to make an Anqui and 
uh, anchor joke all at once. This doesn't Qatar. work. Qatar. Qatar, get it off the calendar? No, I don't know. No, not that one. I just wanted to take a look at that. What, the World Cup? No, Qatar. Just It's just kind of like a busy year for sports, though. It is. F1 next year. World Cup this year. F1 last year. It's pretty busy. I mean, well, what do you think? Qatar, F1 Grand Prix. I don't season. love it, but like, like the track layout, I don't love it. But they're going to have an actual official, or actually at Saudi Arabia, that they're, they're going to have the official track soon. Qatar has its permanent track. Just not a very nice track. Yeah. I would honestly welcome India back before I would invite Qatar back onto the calendar. I'd invite Koda back. Koda's on the calendar. I know, but I'd take it off. What, you'd take it off the calendar anyway? So you'd have Koda before Qatar, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because the issue I have with Koda. Okay, why do you hate Koda? I I don't like love it either, but... With Koda, and well... Yeah, well, Coda and Miami, kind of. I guess, no, Miami's nice. I like Miami. But, like, Coda, it's in yeah. Austin. Yes. This is an anti-Texas, Texasism right here. Pretty much, you know? Like, I yeah. Mean, there's people coming from other countries to watch this, and that's what you're going to host it. I know. Texas is not the first place I would have thought of. But then again, it is stereotypically very American. Yeah. I'm in. So it was like, no, yeah, Texas. I know Montana. That's the most American you can get. Mm, the Western movies, is like Nebraska, cowboy maybe? hat. No, Montana. You got a you got a horse, like a like a revolver. Yeah, a cowboy I guess. hat. I'd still say Nebraska. Nebraska. What is there in Nebraska? Lots of farming. What's more American than that? oil i guess and brings us back to texas no brings us to texas and michigan <laughs> some nice oil in michigan flint you know can't believe you just said that fracking gotta love some fracking that has not been said or we will be demonetized no i actually think fracking is bad but interesting Radical thoughts only here. What do you think of fracking, Rashad? I don't know. It just looks kind of cool. I mean, I don't love the idea of, like, you know, pumping stuff into the ground just to get the oil out. In theory, it's pretty cool. And ironically enough, it is... Even cooler in practice? Is that what you're going to say? I was not going to say that, no. (laughs) What I was going to say is, ironically enough, it's actually really interesting engineering-wise. No, yeah, it is. That's why, like, that's the one reason I wouldn't say I hate it. Because there's so much complicated and interesting engineering going into it. Mm-hmm. It makes me wish that it wasn't so bad with the environment. Yeah. Because then it would actually be justifiable and be interesting. It'd not be interesting. interesting. It'd be, you know, oh, no, more it would palatable be to the average person. More powerful, palatable. Oh, palatable. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, but back to this season. So we're. I want to ask Saudi Arabia. I don't mind Saudi Arabia. Yes, but no. I mean, it kind of depends on who gets poll. Look, this year was interesting, but. No. No, it has to be axed. Because what? even though there was an interesting strategy battle between Max and Leclerc. And Leclerc and Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> that was a really great strategy battle. I always love watching how they try to uh, screw each other over. It's really entertaining. But, I mean, come on. You could see that realistically at any race. If the championship fight was closer, it wouldn't, like, you wouldn't need Saudi Arabia to make it interesting. Okay. So basically, we don't need Saudi Arabia. I would have Qatar over Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but you'd have Qatar over like anything. 
No, I wouldn't. Qatar is an okay track, but not a great track. There are definitely better tracks than Qatar. I can what say would that. you say is your favorite track? On the calendar right now? or yeah. Difficult, yeah. but I would probably say either Spa or Monza. I, mean, I was going to say Spa. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think either of those two are controversial. Monza's always fun. Yeah, These are also both very historic races. Yeah, historic races, Monza, historic, stuff like that. It's, a, it's also not as simple as Silverstone. I don't think Silverstone is simple. Yeah, it's a bit simpler. Like, if you go to a simulator, they'll tell you to start out on Silverstone because it's simpler than, like, the Nürburgring. Well, yeah, but there's nothing more complicated than the Nürburgring. Jetta. No, Jetta is <laughs> the most difficult to get right, but the Nürburgring is the most complicated circuit ever. I mean, you both like am racing on either the Nürburgring or Jetta. You have the same chance of dying. I mean, Except yes. one you'll drown, the other one you'll just crash. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Yas Marina, though. Yes. I, I mean, with the track changes, I guess, I rewatched I, the race even after it happened, and I was like, kind of mid. I would not be my season ender. I mean, yeah, no, but it's just kind of like an interesting looking race. Like, the track layout isn't extremely interesting. But Brazil, but, come on, that's got to be your season ender. No, because this, it just kind of, you know, I mean, for a season ender... Okay. I think you know what would be the most iconic season ender? Australia. Adelaide. I was gonna say Miami. That'd be so disappointing for everybody there. Oh my god. It would be the most disappointing race ever. You'd have Crofty basically going, and this is a bit of a write-off. What was really funny is the what you call it? How or well, it's how Monza, like the Monza track layout, there's like nothing there, and it's always interesting. Uh, yeah, but like it's interesting for other reasons because everybody somehow messes it up. No, it's not just that everybody messes it up; it's that low downforce tracks are always really entertaining. Like John and I had a championship in F one twenty twenty two, subtle. You won't you be know, having that anymore. Well, not anymore. Uh, I was going to say subtle brand deal, but we're not actually affiliated with F1 2022 or anything to do with EA, thank God. Uh, I mean, we'd be making a lot more money if we were. That's true, but I honestly would not be able to sleep if we were involved with EA. Yeah, that does make sense. No, because of how much I hate the current F1 game. Like, they've just stripped back features. Yeah, they've just stripped back features and said it was a new game. And you said I was crazy for not getting it. No, the only reason I have it is that I can play with um, people in cross platforms. But obviously, the whole the only one that, person who did you know. that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, we should all hop on F one twenty twenty one again, but you know, we won't. Let's be fair. We will. I'll get everybody to do it. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about endurance racing. No, 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 no. I was going to say one other thing. Okay. To design, or not even to design, do you think the 2022 rules, new rules changes, were effective? Because this is the big argument. We had all of these changes over the last three years, over COVID and all this other stuff. Do you Effective think in what way? In improving racing between teams and drivers. No, I feel like they need to make rules to limit team involvement. What do you mean? I'm so confused. No, because the drivers don't really have an area where they can actually, you know, show their skill. It just kind of happens to them. So what you're saying is Ferrari this time. Really looking at Ferrari right now. No, no, no. Technical stuff's fine. Leave the technical stuff. But there but, needs to be some show of what, like, like there needs to be some sort of regulation when it comes to stupidity. 
Yes. I see what you're saying. Right. Basically giving Leclerc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, anything over three hours is an endurance race. lasted longer than that. F1 races, yeah. Yeah, so wouldn't those be endurance racing? Yes, those are endurance racing. Anything over three hours is an endurance race. But is it? No. Even Aussie NASCAR, whatever the hell it's called. You know what I mean, right? Not really. No, it's that stuff where the Australians race in. It's like NASCAR, but with Holden Commodores. Oh, the Chevys. The Chevys. Spacing on it, spacing on it, spacing on it. Aussie. I'm just going to look up NASCAR to see. Australian NASCAR. Nope, doesn't. Not what I was thinking. Australian racing. What is it called? It's with those cars. You know the cars, like the Holden Commodores and stuff? The fake pickup truck things. The Utes? No, not the Utes. Like the sedan kind of ones, is it? Yeah. I'm up the Holden Commodore. Oh, the ones that are just knockoff SSs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. They do roughly the same thing as with the pickup trucks. I can't remember what it's called. I'm so mad now. Champ car? No. No, that's old indie car. I liked Champ car for a little while. Although I don't even think I was alive. I just think it's cool looking cars. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you, Rashad. Your mic is pretty weird right now. Yeah. Is that better? Kind of. It might just be my headphones. Was it worse earlier? I would tempt fate and put in another pair of headphones, but then maybe it would break again. Shall we try it and give it a chance? Let's just continue. Well, you do sound like vocoded times ten. I can't even lie to you. Alright, we're gonna change this. Here, let me check. This is gonna be a little bit of bad. Oh, that's horrible. How horrible? Um, it sounds like you're halfway across the room. Hold on, can you hear me now? A bit better. Hardly any better? Hardly, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to attempt to use a microphone. But the issue is going to be, it was your microphone that was doing the glitching, not my headphones. Oh, no, I switched my microphone. Okay, let me try it. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You can't hear me. Yes, I can hear you. This is so exciting. We're going to cut all this out. But the good news is we're back. And I found out what the name of that series is. What is it? It's V8 Supercars. Is it actually called that? That's what the Australians call it. That's actually hilarious. I know. But I have to tell you, some of them do look pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. Ugh. How do you feel Although, about the Chevy SS? I mean, it's... It's basically a Holden Commodore. Wow. No, but what Something I'm saying impactful. is, if you would you rather have a Holden Commodore or a Chevy SS? A Chevy SS? No, because a Holden Commodore is cooler. How? Because they made 630 horsepower versions of it. But, like... Okay. Trump, that's 630 with a 600. Okay. 
<laughs> I've never heard someone say that like that. Yeah, it's the only way to get the point across. It's very impressive. Come okay. On. I guess if you really like V8 supercars. It is a V8 super SUV. Now, America's made me hate V8s. Really? I like V8s now. America's made me like V8s. As long as they're diesels. Mm, no. That is especially a no. If it doesn't have four turbos and sound like a boat, then it's wrong. Four turbos? That's not very American. It's got to have four turbos and sound like a boat. So it's a boat, then. Exactly. It's a Volvo Penta boat engine. Okay. Basically, what I'm saying is we should power a Porsche with one of those. Why would they do that? We should nab an engine off a boat and put it in a Porsche. It would be sacrilege, but we should do that. That is like a crime against humanity. It's a war crime. But it would be really entertaining. With the turbo lag as well. Who would that entertain? The driver, of course. Assuming it doesn't blow up. With an hour of turbo lag, Rashad? You'd be you have enough time to house. get out before it blows up. You'd be arriving at your house, and suddenly everything would go boom! And you'd go at like 300 miles an hour. Hmm. You'd be across the city by the time the turbo kicked in. From an acceleration you did 30 minutes ago. How do you feel about the Ferrari Dino? The The new one? No, the old one. I actually kind of like it. I don't know, I really liked it before. But now it just looks like a 904. Oh, I mean, I it is not even close to my favorite Ferrari. I know I love the nine hundred four. I just don't but, know how I feel about the Dino GT after like looking at nine hundred four. The best Ferrari is Poe's, the Ferrari five nine nine. That is like the worst take I've ever heard in my life. It's a V twelve Ferrari supercar. I like the La Ferrari. Yes, I think everybody does, but I'm trying to think of a non-basic favorite Ferrari. The Roma. No, because nobody okay, likes the... No, no, okay, the 599 just looks like a California. No, the California people... is based on the 599 styling. The 599 was, like, very revolutionary. Uh, what I'm saying is it's kind of ruined it for me. I see what you're saying, but also... Just be a Ferrari fan and appreciate the 599. Also, I only like the 599 with, like, the wing and, like, the carbon fiber. No! You're not telling me you just like the 599 Evo version. Is that wrong? That is wrong. You have to like all the 599s. I barely like the Evo. They're all pretty palatable, nice cars. I don't like 599s. Just get it's a California. It's so painful to hear that because I love the 599. Or Portofino. Of course, you would like a Portofino. No, I hate the Portofino. I'm saying it's like the California. Yes, and the California is awful. And so is the Roma because the Roma is the Portofino, even though the Portofino came out like two years ago. No, no, because the Roma's like new. It's like different. It's not filling a niche in the market. I can't believe you just said niche. It's not filling one. There's nothing it does. It oh, fine. No fine. We'll do it. We'll do it in a way. We'll do a different one because you're like you're gonna like be like that about the Roma. How do you feel about the no SP1, the Monza SP1? Is a gorgeous car, better than the SP2. The best Ferrari. Pows in production in right now. Years. No, because the best Ferrari right now is the 812. No, it's, it's quite clearly the SP1. The F12 TDF was a car that Jeremy Clarkson said had too much horsepower. Yeah, but he also likes the Volvo XC90. Yes, but not for its power. Okay, but the 812, okay, I can respect the styling. It's okay. just kind of like a basic sports car, though. 
I don't think it's basic. I think it's special. Don't you see why it's special, Rashad? It's a benchmark. It's very basic. It's not a benchmark for anything. It is what a Ferrari should be. The back Whereas, of it just looks too fat, though. That's just my issue. I, I mean, I, I like the way it looks perfectly fine, but the back's just a bit too large. It's got a too large back end. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, look, I just, I can't get to grips with that opinion because I like it so much. Just get an FF, then. I hate the FF so much. I hate the Lusso, I hate both of them. I like the F40 the most out of any Ferrari. That is a pretty widely respected opinion. I don't think there's anybody that would argue that's a wrong opinion. I'm going to come in with a controversial one and say that the Enzo is a pretty spectacular Ferrari. Oh, I love the Enzo, actually. I hated it when I first saw it. But yeah. now, like, looking at the arrow on it, it looks amazing. Yeah, for its time, it was pretty good. Although, I'd still take a Koenigsegg over an Enzo any day. I mean, I'd take the Jumeirah, because the Jumeirah is the best Koenigsegg in the world. There's only one good Koenigsegg in the world, and that is... The Jumeirah. All of them, except for the Jumeirah. Now, the Jumeirah is particularly good. The Jumeirah is mid, because it's mass-produced. Okay, so what does that make all the other cars you like? Well, no, Koenigsegg is supposed to be something special, right? Yeah, it, do it's you special, like Edward's haircut special. No, do you agree with me, right, that the Koenigsegg is supposed to be special? Well, it's special, yes, but not like a special needs kind of thing. No, no, it's special, like, nice special. No, actually, no, the special needs was better. What do you mean? The, the, the special needs, the 458 special needs. Oh, dear. The 458 special. Yeah, it's better than any other Koenigsegg. Than the Jumeirah. Because James May bought one, and then it immediately became irrelevant when the 488 GTB came out. Okay, no. The thing is, okay, I like I like the Jumeirah more than the 458, obviously. What but about... Any, other, any of the other ones, any of the other kind of so eggs. if you could take a Jumeirah, right, you would have that over a Regera, an Agera, yeah, a one-to-one. Yes. You take it over an Agera R, an Agera S, an Agera RS. Yes, pretty much. CCX, yeah. CC8, CCXR, CC8S, CC850, any of them. Yes. Over a Yesco or Yesco Absolute. Pretty much, yes. I just named every single car Koenigsegg has ever made, and you take it over all of them. Yes. The thing is, the issue I have with most Koenigsegg. The issue I have with most Koenigseggs is they go kind of either outdated or just kind of bad. But they're not outdated, are they? They're well, they... all lovely. Well, yes, but if you look at the Jumeirah, how much horsepower does that have? No, what is it, I don't 1700? Say about them looking outdated. They all look modern. Well, no, they don't. Look at like, the taillights, the headlights, that kind of stuff. What do you think about the taillights is old? Even the CC8S, one of their first ever cars, looks modern. The, the Jesco, it looks fine. When you look at like whether it's modern or not, it just looks kind of ugly. Otherwise, I hate you know how I hate shark fins. I know how you hate shark fins. I know you have this weird vendetta against shark fins. Whatever, that's a story for another day. Twenty eleven Agera R is a pretty car. That is a gorgeous car shop. There is nobody in the world that I don't think that would not say right now that is a gorgeous car. It looks kind of old. It doesn't look old. It looks. Modern. It, it looks, looks the styling looks old. Look at the body lines on it. No, no, look at the taillights, those circular taillights with its exhaust. This is all modern and forward thinking. What you're saying is it's so new, it looks old. What I'm saying is it looks like an old car that tried to make new, like a concept kind of it's not a concept, it's a actual drivable, gorgeous car. I love Codex eggs. We've heard. No, but what I'm saying is there's nothing, in my opinion, wrong with the Agera R, other than the fact that it's a billion of dollars. And the way it looks. Obviously. No, the way it looks is incredible. Agera RS, another gorgeous car. 
don't love the way most Koenigs look. Fastest car in the world pows for a little while. Actually, no, it still is the fastest car in the world. You know why? Why? Because it ran both ways down its runway, unlike the Bugatti Chiron, which only ran one way down the runway. Remember the Tuatara? Oh, remember when it faked its speed record? Remember when it, it still made the speed record, it just didn't do very well. No, it didn't actually reach the speed that they claimed. They said it was like 334. Didn't it hit 279? Yeah, it didn't even go faster than the Koenigsegg. Mm. Oh, it was it was really funny. Yeah, 331. Oh, no, yeah, they hit 295. Oh, okay, that is faster than the Koenigsegg. Um, <laughs> top gear goes... The SS Tuatara hits some speed. <laughs> it is wild how fast that thing is. So is that what you consider a modern car? Do you like that? I don't love the way it looks. It looks like a Corvette. Oh, I like it. What? The Tuatara? Yeah. I don't I know. I, I kind of like the air intakes and like a little bit of the front and the paintwork kind of goes nicely with it. But I just don't like how far forward the chassis like looks. What do you think of the Brabham BT sixty two? No, first, first, let's finish this up. It looks like a LaFerrari if you shifted the cabin forward. You've just made me hate the SSC to Atara. Thank you, Rashad. <laughs> okay, I get so it now. Brabham BT sixty two. This is a lovely Wait, is that car. the one that had the... No, that was the other guy. It's not the Gordon Murray automotive one. I like this one. It's refined. This is a Koenigsegg, actually. Yes, I like this one. It looks quite like the Jumeirah. Oh, what was he say that? <laughs> Pick the one Koenigsegg that nobody likes. <laughs> I hear the muttering. Yeah. Look, here's what I'd say with Koenigseggs, I feel like they're not really an acquired taste. I feel like if you like them, you like them, and if you don't, you're Rashad. No, the thing is, why would you want that? If you could have, okay, if you have that much money, just get a 918 Spider. Or a Rimac Nevera. Speaking of the Rimac Nevera, did you see Top Gear's Rimac Nevera on ice? If not. They drifted a Rimac Nevera on ice in norway it was when nico rosberg took delivery of his i do remember that yeah i hate the rear end of the nevera uh yeah i hate the rear end too it's disgusting the front end looks like again i'm gonna have to say it. it looks like a c6 corvette yeah but i like the c6 corvette Except Wait, an no, RX no, 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 no. You mean the C7 Corvette? Because I like the C7. No, the C6. The C7 looks a bit nice and modern. Yeah, I, like I the hate C7. It. I hate the C8. I like the C7. Yeah, same. No, but it looks like a C6. Because if you look at the rear end as well, the way the line goes up at the end. Well, I'm not going to argue for Rimac or Remas, as they actually call it. Yeah. In Croatia. That it's... It's a good-looking rear end from the back, but... At least they made an effort. They made an effort. It's better than 50% of supercars right now. Yeah, especially Koenigseggs. No, not Koenigseggs. Koenigseggs all look better than this. Imagine an electric Koenigsegg. Actually, no. From some angles, the Nevera looks good. Like, if you see just a fuser, that looks nice. If you see just from, like, the front angle, like, angled... Actually, no. You know what? You could argue this thing looks good from all angles. Not from the back. No, back looks okay. It's the side angle that gets you. The thing is with the side is it looks like an RX-8 propped up on a... It looks weird. It's up on bricks. I-8 sticking out of the back. Yeah, it looks weird from the side, but it looks nice from the front. And the back. I don't know how I feel about the SF-90, though. Like, the back of it... Especially. The SF90 Stradale, you mean? Yeah. Look, I think Ferrari, it's to be commended that they wanted to make a car for the common person, right? A car of that speed. For SF90, $700,000. Yes, but for that amount of power, that normally would be 
I mean, three million for a thousand horsepower Ferrari. It gives off the same vibes as a Camaro. It gives off intense three million dollar Ferrari, one of one hundred projects. Okay, look at the back of it and tell me it's not a Camaro. It is a Camaro, uh, but it achieves it better than a Camaro. Also, Mansory has ruined it. Don't they do that to everything? Though? Like, I don't mind a lot of Mansory stuff. I don't mind a lot of Mansory stuff, but I'm just saying Mansory has ruined the SF90. I don't know oh, who man. gave them the keys to one of these things, but they have Wait, Is that one it. the one that they did in fully carbon fiber? Full carbon fiber, and they made it look like... Uh, actually, in the back, it looks like a race car. I feel like I've just, def- like just described every one of their cars. Full carbon fiber. Full carbon oh, God, that's horrible. Carbon fiber tires. Because they have a carbon fiber factory. No, it's so much carbon fiber, and it's not even that normal carbon fiber. It's that ground-up carbon fiber, whatever the heck that's called. Mm-hmm. You know the stuff that Koenigsegg came up with? Like the stealth Kinda. carbon fiber? I can't remember what it's called. It's where it's all ground up and made into different patterns, not like normal carbon. Yeah. I don't mind. Oh, no, 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 no. Man's we made a Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah, the Stallone, as they call it, the Stallone 812. Yeah, I, I can't avert my eyes from it, but it's also horrifying. I don't mind it. The Phantom? What, the Phantom? The Mansory Phantom? I'll check it. They've done it in a two-tone orange and black. Why would you do that? Half the grill is orange and half the grill is black. I hate that so much. Remember when they were trying to do the black series to like appeal to millennials? I do remember that, yeah. I actually like the Mansory Flying Spur a lot. Mansory makes me want to get a Mulsanne again. I really wish they still made a Mulsanne. No, yeah. Okay, did you see the last production one that was like British racing green with a tan leather interior? It was gorgeous. It was the most yeah, I loved deadly that thing ever. That's the what was it like the WO edition? I think it might have been the WO edition. It was like the black one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I it think was all black with a red interior. That was respectful. Yeah, I like the chrome like lining on it, or even the lining like. And I don't love the about that car. Was good. That one, the interior, like, no, I just don't love that. It had some nice chrome detailing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the interior, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't love nice it as well, but the wood wraparound kind of makes it like feel better. It it makes it feel more cozy. Yeah, it really does. I could just imagine sitting there with a man in the boot passing me some. Steaming hot tea and Jeremy Clarkson screaming, "No Cato, I don't want that." <laughs> no Cato, never that Cato. No Cato, that's quite frankly inappropriate at this time. <laughs> but, but that one looks so off. The W.O. Really? What about? It looks the back of it. It looks different than a normal Bentley. Mostly. Yeah, it highlights the lights. Also, it's a it bit like a big B in you the can see like a tire, kind of like where the spare tire should be. Yeah, I guess I see that. Yeah, no, but the front but of it's on, so like lined so up. That, I like, do like that quite a bit. Yeah, the back's just too small. So make it extended. No, 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 just make it wider. Like make it like lower the back a little bit. It'll reduce the aerodynamic like help. I suppose it's like a, I'm guessing hey, it's like two tons. So it it's like a three ton Bentley. It's not exactly. So it's not going to go fast, but like. No, it, it goes fast. It's got a V12. They'll be 12 probably, right? Uh, yeah, W12. The 12 cylinder engine with turbos. How fast though? I think it's like zero to 60 in five seconds, but for something that weighs three tons, it's pretty fast. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It definitely shifts. Uh, but I think we wanted to talk about LMDH, did we not? I mean, if you want to, we can. So many good cars now. So many good-looking LMDH cars. I'm actually going to watch it. Okay. Like, look at this. Cadillac's making a car. I know you hate Cadillac. 
but come on. Mm. That is cool. It's got a shark fin on it, which I know you don't like, but it screams prototype yeah, We have, like, the very opposite of opinions of each other. Like, okay, have we told them how I like the Huracan the best out of all the... Lamborghini? I think we had this argument on the last episode of the podcast, actually. Okay, well, it is the most valid of all Lamborghinis. Yeah, no, we're not going to get into this, because otherwise we're going to get into a whole argument about how Lamborghini chose the shape of the Aventador to make their LMDH car in, and not the Huracan. So who wins that now? The Huracan. Whatever. You don't want to buy the Ford Transit Supervan. You buy a Ford GT. It's the same argument over and over again. It's the Ford Transit Supervan, and therefore you buy this. Well, yeah, no, you don't want to buy a huge, like, car. Your it's... argument is non-unique. You're non-unique. Your argument is non-unique. I'm turning your argument. Jefferson 22 states that the Lamborghini Huracan is inferior to the Lamborghini Aventador. But Ferruccio Lamborghini 2022 states that... Ferruccio Lamborghini <laughs> isn't alive in 2022. I'm aware. I'm well aware. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, I see you're making up cards as well. <laughs> yeah. Clarkson, tw- er, Clarkson 13 states that the Huracan is underwhelming. Hammond 14 states that the Huracan is not quite what it should be. Hammond 18 says the Performante brings what the Huracan should have had from the factory. It's still lacking. May 2022 states... Oh my god. What? Are we not gonna... Have... Are, we, are we not making these up anymore? No, no, we're not. I'm not making them up. Okay. Well, in my case... Lamborghini 22 states the Huracan's a very great car. Oh, and they would say that though, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. they trying to sell units. I'm taking okay. the, the guess that they've said that. Well, forget it. Let's just talk about LMDH cars. We've got the Peugeot, right, with no rear wing, which is sick. It is literally, it's a ground effect beast, right? That's amazing. Have you seen that? Like the 90X or something like that? It's some stupid name, but it's really cool. 9X8, that's the one. Because Peugeot's still hard-selling their 8 series in Europe, even though Peugeot hasn't made a good series of cars since the 06 series. Rochelle, remember the 07 series that top your clown hilariously? Maniac, Yabo Maniac. <laughs> yeah. lit the interior on fire, they drove into bushes. Yes, yes, I remember that's that. That's the 07 series. Um, I don't love the LMDH car. What, the chassis itself? No, the Peugeot. The Just Peugeot? The, okay. the lights on it. Yeah. No, I think it's cool, but okay, to each their own. Aston it just looks Martin, like a hill climb car. Yeah. Aston Martin is hinting at bringing back their LMDH program, even though they just cut it off. What do you think? Should they bring it back? Yeah, back into GT racing, then they should think about it. I mean, they haven't actually been in endurance racing for a while now, so maybe they should, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Okay, so that's them dealt with. Porsches looks really good. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, I mean, of course they're going to make a good-looking car. Across Germany, looking at BMWs, what do you think about them? The grill. How do you put a grill on an LMD car? Look, I don't know how they've achieved it, right? But all I'm saying is they've made the kidney grill worse. How did they have done that? Though? Look at that. Just look at it and tell me how they've done that. This is a uniquely BMW problem. It's so ugly. The, the shark fin and that. No, the much. shark fin's cool. You know, they've ruined it, right? Because this is a perfect car for LMDH. It looks so cool in every single aspect. It is a V8, for God's sake. But it has that awful kidney grill. Why BMW? There's nothing cool or iconic about that. In 20 years, nobody's going to remember that as iconic. They're going to remember it as dumb. Especially when it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, exactly. When the kidney grill overtakes the headlights, it's going to be the worst. That's when you know it's gone wrong. Well, no, you, got, you know it's gone wrong before, but now they've poured too much into it. They can't 
like they can't back out anymore. Look, remember when BMW used to be in LMP three, I think it was, and they had tiny little kidney girls at the front of the cars and they looked dumb. Well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it looks equally dumb. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not, but you're I'm right. Not but like that's just so funny when you say it that way. The M three hasn't gotten any more pretty. I don't know. I like the M four, like the the like, the sedan, the M four sedan. It still looks ridiculous from the front. Yeah, the M four sedan kind of reminds me of like a luxury SUV. You're not a SUV sedan, luxury sedan. We'll, we'll say sedan. I meant SUV. And I in said. America, where you still have to put a front license plate on, it looks goofy. Oh my I god. Mean, a Rolls Royce does as well. You know what? Like, Actually, forget what I said. It looks even better with uh, the front license plate on than without the front license plate on. Because, oh my god. My bad. Unexposed M4 front grille is the worst thing I've my ever bad. seen. I mean the M3 sedan. Not the M4 sedan, because M4 sedan doesn't exist, does it? No, it doesn't exist. Yeah, the M3 sedan is the I one. I don't know what it is. There's something about the M3 that makes the grill slightly more palatable, but not much. Hey, the M3 with the blue, you know, the matte blue kind of one? The competition. The turquoise? No, the matte. Like, it's like blue, not turquoise. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. The competition. Yeah, the competition. That's like a darker matte blue? Yeah, and it's the sedan. Yeah, That yeah, looks yeah. amazing. That does look pretty good. I mean, it's still nothing on, like, the 2011 M3. I don't know. Personally, I don't love M3s. I the old you don't have to be a big M3 guy, but I'm just saying, like, the 2011 M3 was classic. Nah, the old Z4 with, like, the six-cylinder and the six-speed. You know what it makes me really nostalgic for? It makes me nostalgic for the previous generation of BMWs. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just driving up older cars' values. No, they really are. Like, they're not doing themselves any favors, but goddamn... BMW is doing a really good job of making their older cars more valuable. Yeah. Because these are all classics. But I have to tell you, an old, or not an old M4, even an M4 from like 2018, that looks outdated. BMW has ruined, us, has ruined us with that, um, that grill. Okay. If you're buying a car and you don't want it to go out of style ever, you know what you buy? A Koenigsegg. A Porsche. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah, the Koenigsegg is always out of style. It's always in style. And for a lower price point, you can have a Mini Cooper. Because Mini Coopers, the style's been the same for the longest time. You can't tell what year it was made. I can't. You're lying if you convince yourself that you can. <laughs> you're about to say you could. I can tell. You can tell the generations apart, but not the years specifically. Hello? Okay, well, that's just happened. And on that terrible disappointment, it is time to end. The good news is, my argument is correct. Koenigsegg looked good. And, yeah, that's really about it. The bad news is, Wi-Fi and Anchor are being weird. And we're going to have to come up with a new recording solution. Because this really isn't good enough for you fine listeners. Thank you and goodbye.